Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Terpoch podcast. Today, we're going to be doing a year in reflection podcast where we really talk about everything that happened in 2021, um, from current events to personal growth and what it's like to be a college student in the midst of a global pandemic. So we are going to start by giving a brief acknowledgement before anything on how the pandemic has impacted minority communities um, and really wanting to um, take a second to pay homage to the black and brown folks in particular who have experienced disproportionate impacts in this pandemic. Um, In doing this podcast, we really want to acknowledge all the sacrifices that have been made, the jobs and lives that have been lost um, before anything. Um, So we really wanted to take a second to make that clear and honor those folks and people who are still going through sacrifices in this moment, um, if anything. In the description of this podcast, we will include different resources if you know or you are someone who is still being impacted Mm -hmm. by the pandemic. um, We will have resources for you, so feel free to access that. Um, But thank you for that. So we're gonna get a head start on going through introductions. So I am Jocelyn Perez. I am the Assistant Project Coordinator of the Mechacalme Project at UCLA and the Telpoch Component Coordinator. And I am a fourth year double major in political science and Chicano studies. And I'm very excited to be here. I will pass it on to Vanessa. Hi, my name is Vanessa Valencia. I'm here as one of the peer counselors for Mechacalme and I will pass it on to Maria. Hello, my name is Maria. Um, I am another peer counselor for Mecha Calmecac. I am a fourth year double majoring in education and sociology, and I will pass it on to Paulina. Hello, everyone. My name is Paulina, pronounce she, her, hers. Uh, my position is um, the retention coordinator for Mecha Calmecac. I am a third year uh, double majoring in public affairs and education with a minor in Chicano, Chicano Studies. I will popcorn to Jocelyn Munoz. Hi everyone, my name is Jocelyn Munoz. My pronouns are she, they. I'm a third year majoring in physiological sciences and Chicanx and Central American Studies. And yes, I'm excited to talk with you today. (laughs) Yay, thank you all so much for going through and letting everyone know what y'all are studying, where y'all are at in your um, career here at UCLA. Um, So to get started, to break the ice, I wanted to know what is a song that embodies y'all's 2021? Whoever wants to go first, feel free. Um, Very excited to hear what your 2021 sounded like. Well, if you guys don't mind, I'll go first. for me, I don't know if you guys have heard it or are familiar with Marvin Gaye, um, but I was totally resonating with Mercy, Mercy Me. Um, it's a great song and it talks about, you know, things changing, things not being the same. And for me, like my favorite line says, where did all the blue skies go? Poison in the wind that blows. Things ain't what they used to be. 
Honestly, that sounds so beautiful. And thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm not going to lie, when you shared this question with us, Jocelyn, the first thing that came to my mind was, what was my number one song on Spotify Raps? And it was Good Days Days by SZA. If y'all haven't heard it, Mm -hmm. I definitely recommend. It's such a wholesome song, definitely a really great song to listen to when you're beginning your day. And just, it's like, honestly, like a gentle reminder to just, um, take care of yourself and to appreciate the little things. Absolutely. I love that. I think going in the same realm, um, I also looked at my Spotify rap, but mine wasn't very, like, I don't know. It, it wasn't, like, a wholesome uh, It was just a good song. But a song that I picked um, was Antes de que se acabe, uh, the song by Berbeni. Um and I think my favorite line in that is whenever he says, La vida es una movie, yo soy mi propio director. And that kind of like, I feel like COVID-19, it wasn't totally like a good movie, but it's like you have control of your own life, like of your own journey, despite everything that's going around the world. Um, so sure. I really like that song. Yeah, you guys all have great choices. I would say that a song that describes my 2021 was maybe Easy on Me by Adele, you know, minus the whole heartbreak Mm. thing. Uh, But I think (laughs) uh, a line that really uh, resonated with me is that I know there is hope in these waters, but I can't bring myself to swim. Uh, I feel like there's just so much happening. And that got really overwhelming at times, given everything that's going going on in the world. Uh, politically in my personal and academic life public health wise and so on uh, that a lot of times I just really wanted everything to stop for a second and let me catch my breath I definitely feel that thank you all so much for sharing I loved all those songs definitely gonna put them into a playlist Um, I think for me it would be a song from Tame Impala which is one of my favorite artists Um, It's a song called Eventually from one of their older albums. Definitely just talking about how maybe in this current moment, you're still going through a lot of healing. The future holds a lot of positivity and it really just, you know, embodies this perspective that holds a strong element of optimism, which is something I think we all could really cling to based on everything that happened last year. But I think that is a really common theme based on all of the songs that we shared and possible attachments we have to each of them, Um, really emphasizing that theme of optimism and healing um, resilience through all the things that we went through. So thank you all so much for sharing. Um, One of the first questions I have for you all today is to describe what it has been like to be a college student in the midst of a global pandemic. Interpret that however you will. Um, And whoever would like to go first, feel free. It's a tough one, not gonna lie. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, I, um, when it first started, I don't know, it felt like a break, Mm -hmm. like it felt like you know, like, especially UCLA, there's so much walking. So it was like, oh, damn, like, I really don't have to walk to class. I could just hop on a call. And that's it. Um, until you notice that you really do miss those calls, <laughs> those calls, those walks. You miss the people around you. You miss even, like, not dozing off in class. Um, yeah. 
And I feel like, como dice mi mamá, like, la casa se convirtió en cocina, en hogar y en escuela. Like, it was everything, you know, like, your house was everything. So it was just, I felt like um, it was difficult to stay, like, sane. Mm -hmm. um, I'd say it was, it was growth, but in, like, a strange way. I don't know, like, so much adapting. Like, we hear about these words all the time, like, oh, I'm very adaptable, like, I can adapt to different scenarios, but like this was the test of adaptness. Like Absolutely. you had to adapt to the extreme. Um, everything was changing so fast. And it wasn't like an interview where you have to pretend. Mm -hmm. It was so much like real life where it was like, either you do it or you don't. And if you don't, then you're gonna get screwed up. So that's kind of how I saw it. Yeah, I definitely feel extremely similar to that at first. I really craved going on to the virtual setting. So I was like, this is going to be so much easier. I'm not going to have to wake up early anymore. And then two weeks turned into two months. And now we're two years deep plus in the pandemic. And I don't think any one of us would have anticipated us reaching this point. Um, and it has, at least in my perspective, caused a lot of just like sped up exhaustion um I feel a lot more burnt out faster because I'm just sitting in front of the screen all day um it can be very isolating and it can feel like you're navigating this alone and that lack of community um that is so present in traditional college life is suddenly removed and we're trying to you know make do and create community in these virtual spaces Um, but that can be really challenging because people are at their capacities and don't always feel like continuing to get on another Zoom call after being there for like eight hours that day. Um, so I definitely resonate with that. Does anyone else have anything they want to share? I just, <clears throat> sorry, my bad. I just wanted to quickly add, I feel like one of the biggest challenges about being a college student in the middle of the pandemic is the fact that there's a lot of um, faculty out there that are not conscious about um, different people's living conditions. And mm -hmm. some students don't even have like a home to go back to as well, especially since a lot of folks are experiencing, you know, um, financial insecurities, housing insecurities. And it puts a lot of pressure on especially like, you know, students, especially within like the Latinx community, um, the black community, the indigenous community where, Um, sometimes home isn't always the most like safe learning environment you know we have a lot of other responsible responsibilities that we have to fulfill before we are a student and that puts a lot of stress and pressure especially like on first generation students um, who live like in multi-generational households um, where they have to take care of others before putting themselves first and I think that was definitely a really big struggle for myself personally being a culture in this pandemic is learning how to put my own needs and my own responsibilities first. Um, and just to learn how to take care of yourself better. Yeah, definitely agree. <laughs> yeah, definitely think it's super important to acknowledge all of the folks who are still going through a very, very challenging period and I know that student government at UCLA in this moment is really trying to fight for further accommodations um, for students while we navigate this whole process. And 
as we are trying to navigate going back into person setting completely, um, trying to figure out a happy medium to honor folks who don't have the luxury of being able to come back in person in this moment, um, to have that hybrid model for them in place and to just offer those accommodations. Um, I think we're really trying to advocate for that as students. Um, so I really appreciate that. Um, another thing I wanted to figure out what y'all thought about was what was one of the most impactful events for y'all from 2021, whether it's a current event, like getting your vaccine for the first time, the insurrection at the Capitol, any updates or challenges in immigration policy, anything that happened um, in politics, really anything. Y'all are feeling, you know, like sharing. in all of the above all of the above Um, I know it was a lot it was a lot it's definitely a valid answer now that you like put it down I'm like damn like that was a lot okay yeah definitely a huge year filled with a lot of big things a lot of really impactful events that are going to shape the future of course moving forward but um a lot of great breakthroughs and like science being able to have a vaccine distributed so quickly um, and safely for folks who were um, the most at need, obviously being at the top of the list um, to really shocking um, events like the insurrection at the Capitol. Um, I know for me, that really took me by surprise. Um, was not expecting that and I know just um, about a little over a week ago we reached like the one year anniversary of the insurrection at the Capitol um, and all the events that followed um, were a big mess to be honest (laughs) it was just a lot to process and I feel like damn dude when can I when can I take a minute to take a breather Um, Because this is a lot, um, especially trying to care about current events and do what I can to um, chip in, sign petitions, make phone calls to government officials to state my stance on what was happening, but also feel like, okay, I need to also take care of myself and reflect that this is not easy for anyone going through anything right now. Um, So I definitely want to honor that it was a very, very overwhelming period for many people. And not a lot of people had that luxury of being able to focus on their mental wellness and overall well-being because they were taking care of someone else's well-being or trying to handle someone else's physical health. Um, Because I know for a lot of us, we've also become caregivers for our loved ones and family members. Um, as they can no longer provide that for themselves for one reason or another. Um, I think our health has moved to the top of our priority lists if it wasn't already for many of us. Um, I hope at least that it has, but I understand again, you know, not everyone has the privilege to be able to access healthcare um, as easily as others or have the resources to do that. Um, But do any of y'all have other thoughts on that that y'all wanna share? 
Yeah, I can add on. There's just... Oh, no, you're good. Uh, Like you mentioned, there's just so much that's been going on this year that sometimes I'm surprised to remember something that happened in 2021 because it felt like it's so... That it was just so long ago. And there's Mm -hmm. so much going on that sometimes I start to find myself becoming numb to things because, oh, it's just another bad thing in a series of all these other bad things. And I'm a little afraid of that, not going to lie. I'm afraid of apathy to situations, but sometimes it's just overwhelming Mm -hmm. to focus on all of it. Definitely. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, there was a lot of wins and there was also a lot of losses this past year to be honest because like I think a lot now looking back um you know thankfully like uh Derek Chauvin was found guilty of second degree murder and third degree murder in regards to the death of George Floyd so you know that was like a win you know for the black community that you know this person who was clearly guilty is now facing the legal consequences but then also saying on the other hand like with the case of like Kyle Rittenhouse how he was acquitted of all these charges after claiming self-defense and the killing of two people and wounding of another person like during um I mean in Wisconsin so it's just like it's a lot of things to process and it can be very traumatic for a lot of people and I think that um being able to like form community and solidarity is very very important especially moving forward you know absolutely I think um all of those cases that happened felt like one on top of another and some were presenting more victories than others um and at the end of the day I think it's important to take a step back as we are looking at all of these verdicts come out um Some may upset us, some may anger us, others may make us feel happy. Um, But at the end of the day, there's still a lot of work to be done within the way our government functions, the way especially our criminal justice system functions. And I think that is a really important thing to keep in mind when we do get frustrated and when we do get angry at certain verdicts or dissatisfied with a certain outcome of something. It doesn't mean it's not working. It is working. It was just working to what it was designed to do. It just means it needs Mm -hmm. to change. And I think that that's something that is super important to be mindful of. And I think, like, for instance, in mine and Paulina's career pursuits, going into a field of public policy or in politics or in law, um, in any avenue, really, even in medicine or anything any of y'all want to pursue, you can be a part. And I think a lot of the times people forget that they have, um, you know, their individual voice that can take part in something that can be really meaningful, even if it's as simple as a conversation with someone else that can be really healing and really impactful and take someone really far. So thank you all so much for sharing that. Um, I think that was super special. Share just one on the brighter spot. (laughs) <laughs> for sure. And this didn't yeah. happen in 2021. This happened recently. Um, I kind of been reading a little bit of summaries of California that Gavin Newsom recently approved. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, there's gonna be basically we're the first state to offer free healthcare for all without like considering like documentation status or anything like that. So I think there has been a lot that has gone wrong 
And I don't mm-hmm. know if this is going to be something that other states follow. Um, yeah. there, I know there's a lot of people that are angry about it. I've been reading some of the comments and they are kind of frustrating, but I think that is a strive. And kind of like you were saying, like once you talk to people, um, you do this like political work, that is kind of like the result of it, you know? And like being mm-hmm. a daughter of like, you know, immigrants, that is something that is definitely going to impact my family and people around here in the Central Valley. So that definitely is something to look forward to. Um, but there's still a lot in the system that needs to be fixed all around healthcare, criminal justice system, immigration. There's so much. Can yeah. Be overwhelming. A lot to clean up for sure. Yeah. Um, but we have time. Um, we can also be patient with ourselves and this time as we are studying to get there um, and do what we can in these moments. Um, but thank y'all for sharing. I also wanted to know if you could all give at least one piece of advice to students who struggled during the pandemic, what would you say? Even if that piece of advice was to your former self a year ago. Who struggled or struggling? Who struggled is struggling. Interpret it how you will. I think, and this is kind of an advice for like, I guess myself as well. Um, For most of my life, I've lived every day very fast paced just because, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That might be because I'm the oldest. Um, might be because I'm a daughter of immigrants. It might be for multiple, multiple like of things. Um, I would just tell folks to slow down and not mm-hmm. to, you know, want to eat the world in one bite. Um, take some time to breathe. Maybe make manageable goals day by day, um, and not to be too hard on on yourself. Because at the end of the day, sometimes I know us like first gen folks, we don't give ourselves enough credit for all that mm-hmm. we do. Um, yeah so shout out to Louise for making me realize that (laughs) um so I would say that's the biggest advice I would give folks just be patient um I think for like a really big word of advice is definitely um like setting proper and positive intentions you know whether that's in like learning to you know use better self-affirming words and phrases to yourself because truthfully like during such you know difficult times it's very important to take care of yourself and it's much more easier said than done but I think being able to find time to accept yourself and to make the most out of everything is very important and just also being mindful of like any self-sabotaging behaviors that you may have and being able to release like all those blockages from your life and release the past and welcome good things is very, very important. Yeah, similarly, I would add that it's okay to allow yourself to take a step back and to take on less. Um, I think there was a lot of pressure, especially in the beginning, 
to do some self-improvement, learn a new skill, like to capitalize what was going on in some way. Uh, but we're, we're surviving a global pandemic as it is. It's been two years and the burnout is really, is very real. So um, prioritizing your mental health definitely should be, a, should um, be something that we work on. It, it's, it's been a hard year. Um, okay, well, thank y'all so much for sharing that. I think it's a really meaningful message to fall back on to just basic practices that we tend to forget when life gets really fast and really busy to just be kind to yourselves and gentle and patient and remember that care of yourself can't take care of the million other things on your to-do list or the other people you want to take care of in your life um so something really really important to fall back on um so thank y'all um one of the last things i wanted to ask was what is one part of your life that you've recognized the most growth within the past two years? Again, this could be personal, professional, academic, whatever y'all feel. Um, I was gonna per- I was gonna say like personally for me, I feel like um the area of my life that I've grown the most within these past two years have. Um, been my support system and Mm -hmm. just realizing what is good for me and what is not good for me and um, being able to further appreciate the relationships and um, the resources that help me get through the day by day you know if it's my family my peers um, or you know going to therapy I think that's definitely been a really big step forward um, and realizing that you know what I, I I do need that support system and I think that it's been really difficult to like accept and acknowledge that um that in itself just because you know being a very independent individual um that had to grow up really fast it's like you're very hyper independent and it's like it's hard to accept that you know what I do need help I do need support mm-hmm. I think for me um, I've learned to live day by day. I I remember my first year, <laughs> I would be like week three and I'd be in like group seven for assignments. Um, always looking forward. And I think that's kind of also what um, I think Jocelyn just discussed, like being super independent. Um, and that's you know, because of multiple things, you know, intersectionality mm-hmm. of folks. Um, but I've, I've been learning to just live by day, live day by day. The next step for that is just like acknowledging and giving myself credit for everything I do. And then maybe, yeah. you know, this year therapy would be a good, a good thing. <laughs> I probably, I definitely need it. So I think that's going to be the next step for me. Hopefully I can say that once this year ends. Yeah, I'll check back in with you. Therapy's always okay. a good idea. That just about wraps up this second episode of the Telpochkali podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in to our conversations today. We hope that if anything, it served as a reminder to rest and reflect on all of the growth healing um, y'all have done within the past year. Y'all are super resilient and we are super excited to tune in again in a couple weeks for our next episode. Thank you all.